When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Boom! Sex Wednesday! Boom! Yeah! Boom! Sex Wednesday! Boom! Yeah! Fantasy Jesus! Boom! I'm here to save this fantasy rock. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh, yeah! Oh, it's the Friday (laughs) Night Smackdown kind of, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's Friday night, focus time. It's time to TSS and chill, although my wife's already in the room watching television, so you know what that means. By the time I get done, let's start the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Well, it's about that time, gentlemen. We all know that the wives are in the bedroom right now watching their reality TV, putting themselves to sleep. When we get there, it's going to be maybe cuddling. Uh, see where it goes from there. But anyways, TSS Fantasy, let's go. Go to TSSFantasy.com. We got some rankings we're going to be you know, kind of going at today when the games go on. But we also have some cool some stuff up there. You know, go out there, subscribe to our channel, get yourself a CJ2K. Remember that guy, Chris Johnson, the fastest man on the planet, or at least the fastest man in football. I think he's got to race Usain Bolt for that one. But go get, go sign up right now on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a like, whatever you want to do, but hit that subscribe button. Get yourself an entry into there. And I'm going to let Nick take it from here because I'm way too psyched up for the rest of it. 
Yeah, let's mark this down as the longest Justin intro ever. All right, let's also welcome. I can go longer. (laughs) (laughs) I I got to tell my wife I can go longer. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what you say. Also, welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macarotis. Yes, welcome. Uh, Justin, you spoke for so long, I forgot what I was even going to talk about. So, (laughs) hey, go to the website, tssfancy.com, check out our rankings. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see, stay tuned for you tonight so you can find out who do we add, who do we drop, and who do we hold on to. Indeed. All right. So, as you know, as Justin mentioned, hit that subscribe button, given the CJ2K football. Nick mentioned and Justin mentioned, uh, visit TSSFantasy.com. All of our rankings are finally current and up to date. Thank you, Justin, for getting that in today. We appreciate that. So go shop and compare. It's what I always uh, mention to everyone. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. Crazy enough. Now, I do have to mention, guys, those who watch Wake Up with TSS Fantasy, we have a special time this Sunday. If you're going to wake up, you're really going to wake up. It's going to be 6 a.m. start time. Of course, you can watch when you get up. But if you want to get live, interactive questions answered, you'll have to kind of really get up to wake up with TSS. And by the way, Mike's already in. Just letting Nick know, Flanders already got flustered. All righty. Guys, why are we doing, Nick, why do we do all this crazy giveaway stuff? Because we do whatever we want, and it's our world, and everyone else is just living in it. It's my world. <laughs> but, Nick, it's also because we are the fantasy show of the people. The yeah, fan- yeah, the fantasy show, the people, indeed, probably the longest introduction you'll ever see anywhere. Let's get to some news. Last night, boy, oh boy, let's talk about Jacoby Brissett for a minute. I just got to say, I mean. Very impressive to me last night, although maybe it's just this Steelers soft defense that we thought was so hard. Jacoby Brissett made them look foolish last night. Nick Chubb also ran right down their throats. We know all about that. And obviously the big play at the end um, as well for uh, Cleveland's defense. So if you played them, you scored some points there at the end, which was always nice. Jacoby Brissett last night, 220 yards, two TDs. Chubb, like I mentioned, 113 yards and a TD. Did not catch any passes, though, so that was pretty much all you got. So he was great for standard. Um, Kareem Hunt, uh, 47 uh, yards last night on 12 carries. He had three receptions for 14 yards. I think if you watched the game, you saw how he was stumped at the goal line a few times. So I'm sure that got a little aggravating for some fantasy uh, managers. Mari Cooper, he showed out last night. Seven receptions, 101 yards, uh, TD. Um, also, Najoku, wow, I, I'm already... Uh, already killing my sits because that's who I had to sit. Najoku, nine receptions, 89 yards, and a TD. Um, very impressive uh, night. He finally showed up. All that talk uh, about him in the offseason, he finally showed up last night. Mitch Trubisky, kind of average performance. I mean, it wasn't all his fault, though. A lot of drops uh, happened last <laughs> night. But let's also not forget the amazing catch we saw last night, too. I was literally watching it. We had to watch some show last night because I watch football every night of the week. So we had to watch some shows. So on my daughter's iPad, I peeped the game. I mean, we had to pause the show. I was like, babe, look at this catch that, would, that he just made. It was unbelievable. Um, Najee Harris, 56 yards, a TD. 
Um, catches wise, he had three receptions for five yards. Not much there. Deontay Johnson, eight receptions, 84 yards. Talked about Pickens and his catch, but only three receptions for 39 yards. Pat Frymuth, two receptions, 41 yards. Interesting enough, Nick said he'd keep Frymuth over Kyle Pitts because he gets the ball. Nick, you're our Steeler guy. What'd you think of last night's game? Uh, I think it's utterly pitiful. Um, the, the offense is, it's like a middle school offense. It's, it's just terrible. Uh, the Steelers are now, they're going to try and, well, let me just stay on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you, there's nothing good to say when you wait until the fourth quarter to get Firemuth the ball on two consecutive passes. And that's all he got. And, uh, unlike, and I hope George Pickens, doesn't go the way of OBJ, whose one catch made his career, because ever since o- OBJ made that catch, he really hasn't done a whole, a whole hell of a lot. So um, I think the offense needs a major overhaul. Matt Canada is obviously not the answer. They haven't had a strong offense since uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Randy Finkter like five, six years ago. Uh, no, no one's afraid of Pittsburgh anymore. Uh, on the defense of the ball, on the side of the ball, overall, I think the Steelers are trying to keep up their streak of uh, winless games without T.J. Watt because now they're up to six. So I think they got some money in the kitty because uh, you know they just they just keep doing terrible, stupid, stupid ass things like. That offensive lineman, Okafor, what the hell were you thinking? Pile driving the guy into the ground and, and negating the, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, Warren 35 yard, yard gain. Stupid ass plays make stupid ass decisions, cause stupid ass, uh, records. And Tomlin, I'm surprised he hasn't just fired everybody right now. Yeah, uh, so this is a typical Flander comment, so that's why I had to get to the Steelers on you. He's talking about kitty, sphincters. I mean, it's going all over the place. Justin, what do you say on the Cleveland side of things? (laughs) Just joking, Nick. Just talking about the Cleveland side of things, uh, what do you think of that offense and uh, like Jacoby Brissett looked last night? Well, I'm just going to defend this real quick. For a former Cleveland Brown, OBJ had three amazing seasons right after that catch. That catch was his rookie year, if you remember. Just throwing that out there. I got your back, OBJ. Nick, you can go suck it. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but on the, on the Cleveland side, I mean, you know, it was business as usual. They ran the ball. It was really effective. And they got Joby, Jacoby Reset and Amari Cooper. They got it working. And they also got David and Joku in there, which was absolutely key in this offense. You need a second threat downfield, right? You know, if you just have one guy, Amari Cooper, then you're just going to double team him. You're going to bracket him. You're going to, you know, take away that and you got nothing. Now you got David Njoku opening up the other side of the field. You know, he can be the intermediate and short routes. Amari Cooper can go a little bit deeper. It all worked out. At the end of the day, Jacoby Reset didn't have an amazing stat line, but he did what a game manager is supposed to do, not lose the game. Yeah, he's very efficient. And like I said, and he made some big plays. Amari Cooper had a drop too. Could have had a bigger game last night. So, um, yeah, it was pretty, like I said, very impressed with Jacoby Brissett. Have to take back all the things I said about him. But we'll see, you know, again, going forward how he plays. But listen, this Cleveland Brown team, you tweeted it today, should be 3-0. and And they still get Deshaun Watson back. So watch out for this Cleveland team. Um, yeah, looking pretty good for the uh, playoff run. All right, let's go real quick through some guys that were out um, that I know of. 
Um, and some of the guys we'll talk to, Brian, of course, on Sunday morning, we'll get the uh, skinny on the guys that are kind of uh, shaky Pete. But we do know Hunter Renfro's out. We do know Sammy Watkins is out. We do know Chris Godwin's out. Um, Leonard Fournette right now is questionable, too. Wow. I mean, the Bucks are coming in really reeling right now. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, Gabriel Davis, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs um, all look to be trending to be to play. And James Conner actually is going to be a game time decision as well. Um, so something else. And again, the rest of those guys we'll talk about on Sunday morning. We get a little more info, but some pretty big impacts going into the weekend. And also some injuries on that Bills defense. So starting to starting to make me feel like this could be the time. All right, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get to our weekly breakdown. Breakdown. Break All right, let's start with the Ravens at the Patriots. Um, right now, again, it's a small sample size. It's two games, but right now the Ravens are dead last against fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, number nine against running backs, thirty dead last against receivers. Um, we know what happened last week. And 25th against tight ends. On the Patriots side, they are 7th against fantasy QBs, 17th versus running backs. 13th versus receiver and 10th versus the tight end. Justin, who you like and don't like in the matchup? Um, yeah, so in this one, it's going to be a t- little bit of a difficult matchup for both teams. Uh, when you really look at it, the Patriots, they did a pretty good job. I, I throw out last week's Ravens stats. I mean, at the end of the day, they got a little bit lazy in the fourth quarter. I don't think that's a great representation of what their secondary actually is. Um, on the Pat side, they actually had a really good game against the Steelers, locked them down, you know, locked that entire offense down to only 10 points. I mean, I, I know it didn't seem like it was that was much of a, um, you know, accolade after they only put up 14 yesterday, but I thought that, uh, that was pretty impressive for that Pat's defense that gave up what 27 in the previous week. So I'm going to get to it. Uh, Lamar's QB nine for me this week. Uh, Mac Jones, I got him at QB 27. I just do not trust him against that. Um, I think they're going to be really like seeking redemption Ravens defense. They really need to kick it into gear in this AFC North. Um, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, I want no part of right now. Uh, one thing, the Ravens are bad against quarterback and receivers, but they're actually pretty damn good against the running backs. Um, so I don't want to pick either one of those guys. Bateman, I will take Bateman this week. I think Bateman's got a good chance to at least finish as a wide receiver 25. I, that's where I have him right now, or top 24 region. I think he could definitely finish in there. Andrews is my tight end three on the week. And the only person that I would even consider in my flex spot for the Patriots this week at the receiver is Jacoby Myers. And that has to be PPR because outside of that, this guy shows no worth. I mean, if he gets me seven touch or he gets me seven catches for 30 yards, I got 10 points. But if it's standard, I'm only getting three points because it's 30 yards. He's also um, uh, struggling with an injury as well. Um, so you're going to have to monitor Jacoby Myers also. Again, we'll talk with Brian a little bit more about it, but he looks like he's trending as well. So that Ravens D also pick six minus those blown two coverages. All right, let's go to Nick. We're going to talk about the, excuse me, I'm a little bit ahead of myself here. The Bills at America's team. I didn't want to talk about it because I'd spent too long talking about it. Going down to Miami, 
Right now, Bills defensively, they are number one against fantasy quarterbacks, number five against running backs, number seven versus receiver, eight versus the tight end. Miami on the other side, they are 29th versus fantasy QBs. Saw what Lamar did last week. Number one, though, against fantasy running backs, 17th versus receivers, and 31st versus the tight ends. Nick, who you like and don't like in this epic matchup? Well, the the number one. Okay, let let me just go go back on on the Ravens game just real real quick. Uh, last year the Ravens were ranked twenty sixth, so so their defense isn't great. So uh, let's go to the game. Uh, the thing I real I really don't like on on Miami on su- Sunday is the weather. That's gonna because we got the the tropical storm and the hurricane co- coming in, so that's gonna play a major factor. But uh, all the usual suspects. Um, I like jo- Josh Allen, of, of course. Uh, I don't like their running game at all. The Bills, the Bills' running game consists of one one guy, and that's Josh Allen. So, uh, and I like Diggs and and Davis. And then on the Dolphin side, um, I don't know if they finished uh, the the Tua statue yet. I don't know if they're going to unveil that before the game or or at halftime. But um, I just like him, and I like Waddle, and I like Hill. I don't like the running game either because because you don't know which which running back is is going to get hot, who they're going to get a game plan for, such as Edmonds or Mostert. So I don't know how much that weather is going to affect the game. However, kind of a contradiction to say that the weather is going to affect the game, but you don't like the running games because that's exactly what might end up having to happen if we end up with some monsoon there, which again would favor the Dolphins. But I'm just going to bring this up. The, the uh, excuse me, the injuries on defense for the Buffalo Bills have certainly opened things up right now for the Dolphins and those deep plays. So guess what? They might be making that to a statue this week. All right, let's move on. We got the Bengals and the mighty, mighty Jets. The um the right now the Bengals as believe it or not they're pretty decent on defense number six against fantasy QBs they are eleventh versus running backs um six versus receiver tight end sixteenth and on the Jets side they are twentieth against fantasy QBs twenty fourth versus the running backs fourteenth versus receiver and eighteenth versus the tight ends so in this particular matchup you know I like Joe Burrow. I like uh, Cincy to get right this week. Um, you know, I don't like Joe Flacco. I don't. I think again, this is this get right game for the Bengals. Uh, I think they're going to come in and you know. But I, of course, I kind of thought that last week too. These guys are the AFC champions for a reason. They have a good squad. Again, they need to start obviously protecting Burrow. Um, but I just don't see this Jets defense getting at him enough to affect him. So I got uh, Burrow this week as number nine. Um, QB. I like you play Joe Mixon. Um, again, they're 24th versus fantasy running backs. So he's a good play. Um, I'm not really sure as far as running backs on the other side, Michael Carter, Brees Hall. If I had a choice between the two, I would go Brees Hall only because of the big play factor versus Michael Carter's the more rundown um, hill kind of guy. And I'm just not going to see that against the Bengals, quite frankly. Um, Receiver wise, you play Jamar. I like T Higgins though, a little more in this matchup. Something's giving me that T. Higgins feel in this game. Not really sure why. But, again, it's Russian roulette with these receivers. You never know who's going to be the big, hot guy that week. 
Um, as far as receivers on the other side, obviously we talked about it before. Joe Mixon only has eyes right now for Garrett Wilson. So that's the guy to play. I mean, period. Uh, you know, again, you'd be taking a risk if you play anyone else. Garrett Wilson seems to be the big play there. Hayden Hurst might be a sneaky play, maybe, um, since our 18th versus the tight end. But, you know, again, um, not a big play for me. Let's go to the Texans and the Bears right now. This is an interesting matchup, I'd say. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I'm borderline between fantasy bonanza or just straight bore, bore fest. You got the Texans quarterback um, against the fantasy quarterbacks are ranked 11th. The uh, 26th versus the running back, 23rd versus the uh, receivers, 15th versus the tight end. And as far as on the Bears side, they are 8th, surprisingly enough, against fantasy quarterbacks, 20th versus running backs, um, 18th versus the receivers, and number 3 versus tight ends. Justin, who you like and don't like in this one? I'll tell you why it's not a surprise that these are two good passing defenses. It's because teams run the ball on them all the freaking time and don't have to pass. Um, so that automatically makes David Montgomery a start for me. Damian Pierce, I could flex him this week because I think this might be a chance for his best week of the season so far. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Uh, Matt Nagy, Matt Eberflus, is it just changing the last names or are they using Justin Fields the same exact way? Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, let me speak to Bears Nation real quick. Look at what Lamar Jackson did his rookie year. Take note and tell your coach to run with your quarterback that can run a sub 4-3. You got nothing else to lose. Your line sucks. Your receivers can't get involved in the offense. What are you missing out on? I mean, if you run them and you're like, oh, okay, so here's some exciting plays. Perfect game to get it going. Uh, he's only got 48 yards on the year and a touchdown. That, for me, I'm like, he should be having 48-plus yards a game. Like, come on, come on. So I'm not starting. This might be the best week for Fields, but I'm still not starting him because I still – I'm one of those guys that – I'm like you, Coop. I have to see consistency before I actually put somebody in. Even if it's a juicy matchup, I'm like, maybe I'll put a DFS bet on, but that's just about it. Um, Mills is the same way. I mean, I thought – General Mills was going to be good, but he's kind of looked a little shaky. I mean, not really the most impressive guy. Uh, not starting either one of those guys. I'll start both the running backs, and I'll put Brandon Cooks in there because, I mean, what what the hell you got to miss? I mean, burner touchdown. Just throw it up there, Davis Mills. He's going to beat the defense if he gets the ball in his hands. All he's got to do is get the ball in his hands. So I'll go for that. And Darnell Moody, I'm sitting him for sure. I I got to see something out of him this week before I even keep him on my roster. Foreshadowing for uh, a later scenario in this episode. It's, inter- <laughs> it's, in- it's interesting you brought him up. The last time these two teams played uh, was in 2020, although it was Mitch Trubisky at the helm, but Darnell Moody went off on the Texans. Um, and David Montgomery had a huge game. The Bears won 36-7. Um, so interesting. We'll see uh, how it plays out. Nick, Raiders at Titans. This is a good game. Um, very interesting game, and you just kind of filled me in as we were talking in our group chat that Josh Jacobs um, not traveling with the team with his illness 
which, you know, who knows what that could be at this point. Um, Raiders defensively, and again, been a pretty much a disappointment, um, but defensively against fantasy QBs, they're 28th. Against running backs, 29th. Receivers, 20th. And tight end, 29th. Um, on the Titan side, QB uh, against fantasy QBs are 25th. Against running backs, interesting enough, they are dead last. Um, so not a, it's not a bad game for Josh Jacobs to miss. Receivers, they're 29th, and tight ends, they are fifth. What you say about this matchup? Whew. Uh, I I have a difference of opinion on this one. I think this one's going to be a rough game, not only to to play in, but it's going to be a rough game to watch. Um, I, Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams, they're obviously you're going to start them, but uh, that's the only place where, where the offense is going going to come from along with Darren Waller. Um, a sneaky stream could be Zamir White due to Jacob's uh, illness not not going. But as far as Titan side, uh, the only guy worth playing is is Derrick Henry uh, because I'm um, just looking up the the injury report um, for the Raiders. They got their de- their defensive tackle, their their starting safety, and are both questionable and Perryman is out. And on the Titans side, they got three, they got two linebackers and a safety that are out, including Bud, Bud Dupree. So it's going to be a ground attack on, on the Titans side. It's going to be aerial assault from the Raiders. Yeah, I like this as a get bright game for Derrick Henry, quite frankly. I mean, we're waiting for him to, to get that big game. I think it's coming this weekend. Um, so he's a must start for me, which we'll be talking about in a second. Uh, let's go to this other game, Chiefs at the Colts. Um, so, you know, we've seen the debacle the Colts have been, but surprisingly against fantasy quarterbacks, they're 16th, so they're kind of middle row. Running backs are 14th. Against receivers are 10th. Um, against the tight ends, they're 27th, which smells big day for Travis Kelsey. Um, defensively for the Chiefs, they're 26th against fantasy QBs. Um, 30th against running backs, so watch out Jonathan Taylor this weekend. Receivers, 24th. Tight ends, they are 20th. So, um, you know, again, an interesting matchup. You'd like to see the Colts kind of bounce back a little bit with Pittman playing. I think offensively, you'll see Matt Ryan a little more settled down. And again, we talked about um, we talked about the uh, running game with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, again, we talked about Derrick Henry getting right. I think Jonathan Taylor gets right this game as well. Uh, but, you know, again, we'll talk about the actual game Sunday. But I think, you know, it's going to be a back-and-forth slugfest. Hopefully, I think the Colts get right, but I do think the Chiefs end up pulling it off. But I like Travis Kelsey a lot. You can never pick any of these receivers with the Chiefs. It's just a roll of the dice, quite frankly. I like uh, Clyde Edwards a layer two to play, you know, again, in PPR, getting the big passes, screen passes, stuff like that. So I like him as a play as well. I like pretty much everyone in this matchup except the defenses. So go ahead and put them in. Put them in if you got them. All right, let's go to our starts of the week. All righty, let's go to our starts of the week. And um, Justin, we'll start with you. Just go ahead and go through everyone that you're starting this week. All right, let me get give me a quick second to pull them up. All right, we'll go. Yeah, to we Nick. thought you're gonna. Uh, no, I thought you were gonna put up the graphic, so I didn't pull. I didn't pull them up. Oh yeah. 
Where's our production wow, guy God. again? Jeez. This production. down for you freaking morons. Where's our deucers? I didn't know. Yeah, where's our deucers? Our right, deucers. You got, you got Mariota at Seattle. Let's talk about that. I'll, I'll just name them for you. No, it's fine. I got it. All right. Mariota at Seattle. Easy enough. Um, it's probably the only game you're going to start Mariota. Uh, he's, he's got – He's playing the Seattle Seahawks, who have been absolutely atrocious in the past two games. Um, They just got an ass whooping by the 49ers. Um, They've allowed, I believe, the most rushing yards. So here we go. You got a rushing quarterback. Why not? Use your legs. Use your arm. He's actually done pretty good stuff in the past couple of games, 72 yards in his first game as a rusher. And then in his second game, he had 196 yards and two touchdowns as a passer. I think he pulls it together. I think he pulls out a top 15 um, game this week. And then uh, my second guy is actually on the injured list right now, Leonard Fournette. Congratulations. Um, I might need to change that, but I know commissioner won't let me live that one down. Um, Leonard Fournette should be a big game. I mean, who else does he have to rely on? Uh, at this point, Tom Brady is Tom Petty. You know, <laughs> he's going in there and he's just like he's sitting Scotty Miller in the doghouse for some reason. He's only got three people to throw the ball to, so might want to get him out of the doghouse, loosen up the leash a little bit on him. Um, but Fournette, you know, he's just he's a he's a great pass catching running back, and you know, at the, this point. He might be getting fed 12 times in that game, and then he's going to be probably getting fed on the ground as well. Um, then let's see. My, I'm going to go to my tight end because I don't remember my receiver. Adam, Adam oh, producer, producer, what's my what's my Adam receiver? Thielen, Adam Thielen at Detroit. Oh, cool. Thanks, producer. <laughs> Adam Thielen, uh, I love it as a get-right game. He started to get better in the second half of last week. Uh, he's been kind of out of the blue. I mean, he's – Where's he been? Where's he been? I can't find Adam Thielen at all. So I think that this week they get it right with him. They saw last week just going to Justin Jefferson led the interceptions. So um, with this game, it's a Detroit's given up a lot of points in the first two uh, weeks. So why not? Why not just stick with it? Go, go to Thielen, go to Jefferson. And uh, I think that Thielen will walk out with a touchdown this week. Kyle then, Pitt, uh, tight end. Yeah, I got, it. I got it from here on out. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, we got Kyle Pitts, who's another guy who's been struggling. Back to back weeks of two touches or two catches and nineteen yards. Uh, kind of tough, man. I mean, this offense doesn't feed, you know, more than one receiver. You know, we saw Drake London's been eaten, but nobody else has. So I think this is another get right game. For Kyle Pitts, I think Marcus Ariota spreads the ball out. Arthur Smith, you know, he said that he doesn't play fantasy, but, you know, I think that he plays real football and knows the value of Kyle Pitts in that game. And I think that, you know, if they're going to make it, they're going to get off of the win in this one, which they haven't all year long, they're going to have to use him a little bit more. And then the Chargers defense is my last one against the Jaguars. And I hinted at it uh, in an earlier episode this week. Uh, The Chargers – Defense is one of the better defense at getting to the quarterback, and uh, Trevor Lawrence is not one of the better quarterbacks under pressure. So I think two and two equals four, and I think that this team is going to pressure him a lot, get to him a lot, maybe force him to give up a fumble or an interception. I think the Chargers are going to wrap this one up 
real tight with a nice little bow and uh, cash you in on a good week of fantasy. Yeah, and uh, again, something to that East Coast team traveling to the West Coast as well. All right, watch me, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as I spoon feed my co-host their starts of the week. Nick, you have Joe Burrow at the Jets. I know who I have. Oh, now you know. Go right ahead. Right. Uh, so I got Joe Burrow at, at the Jets. Uh, basically, if if you have any Bengal, you're going to start him this week against against the hapless Jets. Uh, also, I have uh, Damian Pierce. I say you start him against the Bears because the Bears are giving up the, the second most rushing yards in in the league so far at at 379. I also have Allen Robinson this week. Uh, starting him against um, the Arizona defense because they don't really have one. So uh, I'm going to go go with him. Uh, and as previously mentioned, I'm going to start Hunter Henry against the Ravens because they are 26th against against the pass. And I have the Bengals uh, starting defense against the New York Jets. Likey, I likey actually a lot. Let's go to mine. I got Matt Stafford against the Cardinals. They are 31st. We're going to talk about that in a minute against fantasy QBs. That's going to be one of those fantasy bonanzas, if you will. I can't wait for that matchup. If you got them, start them uh, in that one. So, yeah, Matt Stafford, a good play. Derrick Henry talked about that earlier. Raiders are 29th versus fantasy running backs. It is get right city time for Mr. Henry. Mike Williams, I like him against the Jags a lot this week. Um, they're 21st against fantasy receivers. So, again, pretty decent start. I'm going back to Taysom Hill. We keep going to that well, and I think at some point it's going to hit. Um, Carolina is a tough defense. Let's face it. They're 14th against fantasy tight ends. But we talked about Jameis Winston dealing with back issues. What do you think is going to happen? Taysom might be in on some gadget plays, could be running, could be throwing. I like him to start him this week. And going into that same matchup, I like the Saints D against Carolina. Baker Mayfield, about time to make some mistakes. We know how that goes. All right, let's move on. We're going to talk about that matchup, lead right into it. The Saints at Carolina. Um, Right now, Carolina is um, on the defensive side. Sorry, they am on the wrong spot. They are actually fourth against fantasy QBs. They are actually 22nd against fantasy running backs, third against fantasy receivers, and 14th versus a tight end. On the other side, the Saints are 13th versus fantasy QBs. 10th versus running backs, 11th versus receiver, 6th versus the tight end. Justin, who you like and don't like in this one? Going out on a limb here, Coop. When have you ever thought about sitting Derrick Henry? Well, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> a lot of people are right now uh, there, Justin. A lot of people are reconsidering trying to trade him at this point. I mean, it's just panic city for Derrick Henry. I would trade for, for him. Uh, thanks for all that. Let's go. <laughs> I would trade for him 100%. Um, so... I've got Winston at QB 22, Kamara RB 10. I think this is going to be a Kamara day. I think he's fully healthy, well, as healthy as he's going to be. Uh, he gets out on the field. He's going to he's going to get involved, and I think Winston's going to do himself a favor, not strain his back and dump it off to him a lot this game. Uh, I got Olave and Michael Thomas at 39 and 29, respectively. Uh, this secondary for the Carolina Panthers is actually pretty damn good. Um and trying to pick between Olave and Michael Thomas, man, I'd rather just go a safer route. I'd rather just put somebody else in. I'd rather go on the other side of the ball and put DJ Moore in, who I got as wide receiver 24, 
Um, I got CMC, Commissioner Cooper's favorite running back at RB6 this week. Uh, Baker Mayfield at 29. And Robbie Anderson, I just don't care anymore because he shows up one game out of the year and then he just fucks off the rest of them. Um, As far as the analysis goes, Baker against any defense at this point is not looking that great. He's putting up game manager numbers. I don't really like game manager numbers. They don't win me weeks. Winston, I give Winston a little bit more credit because he, what was it? He threw for like over 310 air yards to Chris Olave last week. At least he was trying. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least he was trying. This week, he's not going to be facing nearly as stiff a test. So maybe one, two of those connect. Maybe he scores a touchdown with Olave or Thomas. Love it. I uh, love the possibilities there. CMC, I just can't leave him out of my top 10. <clears throat> He's just got too much talent there. And I think they've fed him in the right way where they're not overusing him. They're giving the other guys some touches. So, you know, don't give him like 50 touches a game. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, why is he out after two weeks? You know, actually conserve him a little bit. So I applaud you, Matt Rule. You're finally doing something right. Might not save your job, but you're finally doing something right. And then, like I said, with DJ Moore, I think the last week was kind of the start of uh, him getting a groove with Baker Mayfield. Uh, you know, he caught a touchdown, 43 yards. So I'm not expecting huge numbers out of him, but I think he'll definitely be a wide receiver too. Interesting you say Christian McCaffrey, um, not very good traditionally against the Saints, mind you, neither. I just wanted to throw that out there. But we'll see this week. I mean, he's pretty much all you got. And that's actually funny you brought that up, too, because that's exactly why I kept saying to watch out for him, because that it would be the smart thing for them to do is not – you know, run him into the ground and have him injured later on the season. It's never made any sense. All right, Nick, let's go on to the next matchup. I know you're ready for this one. This is a, I know you've been, you've been seething for this one. You've been talking about Wentz for so long. You finally get a shot at him with the Eagles. Eagles at commanders, quarterback wise, fantasy, the Eagles um, are 10th. Pretty nasty against fantasy QBs. They are 25th against running back, 16th versus receiver, 26th versus the tight end. On the commander side, not very good. 22nd versus fantasy QBs, 28th versus uh, running backs, 28 or two, and 28th versus receivers, and 11th for the tight end. Who do you like in the matchup, friend? Okay, so uh, on the on the game itself, you know, you hear revenge game, and uh, we're going to take care of this guy, and we're going to put him in the ground. Da, 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 da. It's all the fans. The players really don't necessarily care because a lot of them are friends anyway. They got the same eight agents. You know, you know, they put the, well, he puts his pants on one, one leg at a time like I do too. So, so it's the fans that are, that are invested, not the players. And there's a whole lot of players on the Eagles that, that weren't there when, when Wentz was, was there. So it's really not a big rivalry, but for the fans, let them have that. So, uh, I like Jalen Hurts. Obviously, I love, I love, Jalen Hurts in this. Uh, I like Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is now averaging eight, 80 yards a game on the ground. The only thing uh, negative I said last week, um, Hurts steals his touchdowns. So, so don't look for for touchdowns from from Sanders, but play him because Washington gives up a lot of grounds on the yards. I mean, a lot of yards on the ground. Excuse, excuse me. And and I like AJ Brown. And this week, I love I love. Dallas Goddard this week. Uh, I actually like a lot of guys on on Washington 
this this week, um, surprisingly. And, uh, you know, hey, kudos to uh, Carson. He's top three finishes the last two weeks. Uh, I don't think he'll get a top three this week, but I think he he will land in land in the top ten. So uh, you you can feel confident and play play him. Um, the any other guy I like the most on Washington is Jahan Dotson. Uh, he he loves Jahan Dotson. He's he's gonna find Jahan Dotson. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores two touchdowns. He's already got three on the year. And the one guy on Washington I do not like at all, and he's touchdown dependent. Is Antonio Gibson. If if Antonio Gibson does not score, he is generally a flop for you. So uh, I would stay away from from Gibson, but I would I would play the receivers. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. All right. So um, interesting. I actually totally disagree with you. I think the only thing Wentz gets is garbage time. I think Eagles blow the doors off the commander's the favorite of Justin Jesus Herrera. Let's go on to this Jaguars Chargers matchup. Just brought it up earlier. Jaguars defense, they are uh, 17th versus fancy QBs, 14th versus running backs. They are 21st versus receivers, and they are 12th versus tight ends. So kind of mid-range defense, not too bad. We talked about this Chargers, you know, they're 15th against fantasy QBs, 18th versus running backs, 12th versus receivers, and 21st versus tight ends. Um, if Justin Herbert is a go, which I do believe he is trending in that direction, do um, do like that a lot. And a big shout-out to Miguel Mercado, a new subscriber. The Jester takes Friday nights off, so just call his ass out for that. <laughs> send him a tweet and say, hey, why do you take Friday nights off? What's What, what are you doing right now? What's so important? All right, so um, moving on to the matchup. If Justin Herbert's a go, he's definitely a, a go to play. Um, like Justin brought up earlier, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he might be an okay, decent play this week as far as because, again, garbage time. But I think, as you alluded to, they're going to be a lot of picks in this game. I think this is one of those Trevor Lawrence games where it's like, oh, wow, three INTs. This, this Chargers defense is for real and their playmaking ability. That's the big thing uh, with them. So I like some turnovers in this matchup. It's a real thing with that West Coast to East Coast thing. So they're going to be traveling over there. Um, so, again, you're going to have that playing on their factor. James Robinson, you know, again, for some dump offs later, could be an OK start as well. So I'm, I'm all right with him. Um, also, I'm not real big on any. I'm not sure about Christian Kirk. But again, if I'm, we're talking mop up time, obviously, that's who he's going to. And on the other side, again, I mean, again, you're going to start everybody. Josh Palmer, depending on Keenan Allen's availability, if he goes and Josh Palmer just takes a little bit of a downturn as far as where he is on rankings, I'm starting Keenan Allen. I already told you I'm starting Mike Williams this week. Um, so I like everyone there. And you got to play Gerald Everett. I mean, he's been hot this season. So might have been that tight end that we didn't um, look at and should have looked at earlier. All right, Miguel says, anyway, go Giants, beat Dallas. Big shout-out to Miguel. Appreciate you. 
All right, guys. Well, let's go on. Let's talk about the starts. Now we're going to talk about what we call Flanders Flops. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best. Shoddly, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Ah, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch and massage. It's a big watch. Diamond dripping off with a clock. I have to say, Nick, I hope you're ready for this. This is your segment. And your quarterback, right off the jump, I'm, I about fell over in my seat. Your flop at quarterback. Let's talk about Kyler Murray. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not liking Kyler Murray this week. Uh, the Rams got, you can fall off in your chair all, all you, all you want. Uh, Kyler Murray has, he has, he's got the Kirk Cousins syndrome. He comes up small in, in, in big games, uh, they, the Rams have, have a, they are now, they have a 16th rank pass defense, but they're very, very good, good against, against the run. And what does, uh, Kyler Murray do mo- mostly run? So, uh, I think, I think they're going to shut him down, down this week and they're, they're going to force him to be a pocket passer. And he hasn't made that connection with his receivers too, too much this, this season. So that's why I'm going to say a flop for, for Kyler Murray. Now, when I say flop, that does not mean that, that they're going to fall on their face. What, what that means is they're not going to do as well as projected. That, that, that doesn't mean they're going to, they're, they're going to go out and pull a Matt Ryan and get like a three, 3.45. So, uh, again, can I say something funny? It's funny. I was looking at Justin's face as he's reading the ticker. He's like, wait a minute. Is that Hollywood Brown and Zach? It's like the whole Cardinals offense is on your flops this week. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I also, I just, I don't. Hey, I mean, it makes sense if Kyler Murray's not doing it, then nobody else is, right? <laughs> I mean, really digging deep on his analysis, looking for those deep flops, just all in one piece. <laughs> right. Well. Uh, it's the, it's if, the shotgun approach. You shoot everywhere and fucking something's going to hit, right? <laughs> hey, it's TSS and chill night. All right, go ahead, Justin. What else you got? No, no, oh, Nick, Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this is your segment now. Uh, I I am just going to say uh, I would sit Damien Harris uh, for the simple reason is this this season, the uh, Patriots, they're, I think they're number five, five against against the Pats. Uh, I'm sorry, against, against the run. So, uh, Damian Harris is more, more of the ground game and Ramondre Stevenson is more of the passing game at, out of the backfield. So I would go with, with Ramondre over Damian Harris in, in this game. Thank you very much, Gisela Martinez. Go TSS Fantasy, best fantasy show. Appreciate that. And Mike, what is Go ahead, Nick. What else you got? Uh, so we already mentioned, uh, Brown. Brown may score a touchdown, but, uh, again, that's going to save him. I, he, he may get may, maybe 40 yards and touches. It's, it's 10 points, but, uh, respectively, if you're, he was supposed to be the guy until, uh, uh, Hopkins came up and he hasn't been doing it. He's been a touchdown dependent. I have him on my roster. So, uh, I know all about that. And Zach Ertz, you know, he does, he does wear a shirt during pregame. I, I won't get you goose eggs, 
but the back should should say I won't. But I won't. I won't get you twenty points either. So 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 he's gonna fall somewhere in in the middle. He's he's touchdown dependent as as well. My, Murray's gonna look for him, but again. Uh, I think the uh, Rams are going to clamp that down, and I think Ramsey's going to have a, co- a comeback game. I think because uh, the first two weeks he hasn't been playing too well. And as far as my defense goes, I think the Patriots. You should sit them because I I believe that Lamar Jackson and friends, they're they're they got a pretty bad day, uh, bad taste in their mouth from last week. So I think they're going to come out. And I think if they have the opportunity, and every team does, if they have an opportunity to run up the score on on New England, they're growing the score up on New England. Yeah, I think that game's going to be a lot closer than you think. Justin, what say you, my friend? Talk about your flops. Uh, yeah, so my flops, uh, I got Russell Wilson against the 49ers. And it's just like Nick said. It's all about – it's not that these guys are going to do horrible. It's just that they're not going to do what consensus is telling us that they're All going right, to do. We don't need the, the same. And I'll say thing. this. Um, last year, Russell Wilson playing the 49ers never finished as a QB1. So uh, I'm looking at that. And every single year, he's gotten progressively worse against the 49ers. Though his record shows differently, his numbers in these games have never really gotten to a point where it's outrageous. He's never thrown 300 yards over us. In most touchdowns, he's had four, and that was a couple years back. I'm looking at this. This defense or this offense doesn't really know exactly what it's doing, doesn't really know who is the head of it. You know, Nathaniel Hackett's almost like fighting with Russell Wilson at this point for, like, who's actually calling the plays. Uh, so I'm going to look at that. I'm going to go, you know, this 49er defense is allowed the fewest rushing and I believe the fewest passing yards. They're just an overall great defense. So I, I think that at this point you got to go with the San Francisco team shutting down Russ to a point where he's a QB two or worse. And then I got Miles Sanders, kind of how Nick alluded to earlier on. Jalen Hurts just robs all of his touchdowns. Um, you really can't. <laughs> you can't be a, a really palatable running back in fantasy if you're not getting touchdowns. And, you know, last year he won a whole year without touchdowns. This year he kind of gave us a taste of what it might be with the first week. And then second week he went back to getting 90 yards and zero touchdowns. So I think with this week, um, and the commanders aren't really a joke up front. I mean, they have a good front seven. They just have a terrible secondary. So I think that that's going to be more exploited in this game than the run is game is going to be. So I think that Miles Sanders is a clear sit in this one. Brandon Ayuk, Jimmy G, welcome back. George Kittle, welcome back. What does that mean for Brandon Ayuk? You are number three. Not number two anymore, number three. It goes Debo, it goes Kittle, it goes Ayuk. So, I mean, I, I think at this point you got to be able to sit Kit, Ayuk until he actually proves something to you that he can do it with Kittle on the field as well. Uh, Gusecki, I know the commission hates this one, but he sat him the first week, so he must not hate it that much. Um, I think that if this game is going to go the way that the Dolphins want it to, Gusecki's not going to be a big part of it. It's going to be more Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, maybe get some Cedric Wilson involved, but I don't think Gusecki is going to be a huge benefactor in this game plan, um, especially if they want to tear up that back end with all these injuries. And then the Colts defense, it's easy. They're playing the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, have they tore through the Chargers like they were nothing, and the Chargers are one of the best defense. Now we got one of the, Now we got a team here that literally gave up 24 points to the Jaguars. 
I mean, I I think that's a pretty simple start right there, or a sit right there. All right, I'm going to go to my flops this week. Um, Trevor Lawrence, again, we talked about that matchup earlier. Again, going over there, I got against the Chargers 15th. I got a lot of picks in this matchup. Um, so, again, I got Josh Jacobs down. This is before Nick sent me that text. I didn't know he wasn't traveling. So I hope he wasn't like, I'm not throwing the sit out because he wasn't playing. It was just I didn't like the matchup for him. I thought, if anything, it was going to be a Devontae Adams um, show. So, again, that was before I saw that. So um, Alan Lazard at Tampa, um, you know, again, going to these Packers, I talked about it in the matchup there. You know, you just can't really um, decide which Packers guy to pick. Is it going to be Christian Watkins? Is it Romeo Dobbs? Sammy Watkins is out, so it is interesting. But is Randall Cobb going to be active? He could see an uptick. We talked about he was a big red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. So, again, just not really sure who to pick there on that side of the football. That's why. Gerald Everett, I talked about this a minute ago, but Jacksonville, they are 12th against fantasy tight ends. So if it goes the way of the Chargers, it's going to be through the receivers. I don't think Gerald Everett's a good play in this matchup. And, again, the Rams um, defense, I totally disagree with Nick. I think Kyler Murray and on crew are definitely – poised to make a good play this week um in uh against the rams so i like that to be a back and forth big fantasy bonanza i would not play the rams d all right let's go on to the next matchup well i guess we didn't talk about this earlier i thought we did i talked about it i guess in my head the packers versus the bucks the um pack excuse me the uh, packers yes they are 12th versus fantasy qbs 13th versus running backs fifth versus receiver fourth versus tight end bucks on their side wow Second against fantasy quarterbacks, fourth versus running backs, ninth versus receiver, 17th versus tight end. Wow, that's a big, big defensive matchup. It feels like it's building up to be with these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. How crazy is that? Justin, who you like and don't like in the matchup? Yeah, so, I mean, I pretty much like everybody on the Packers side. Except for Lazard, I'll agree with you on Lazard. I, I don't know if he's still suffering from the, I think it was an ankle injury. But uh, he didn't look that good outside of that touchdown they scored last week. He still didn't even have double-digit points. So that kind of tells you the story for that one. Um, I like Jones. I like Dylan. I think the running attack is going to get um, going in this game. And I, my, my big thing is, is that Brady is going to be out there. With only Fournette, maybe Julio Jones, maybe Cole Beasley, and Russell Gage. And then Scotty Miller, if he allows him out of the doghouse. Um, I don't see them getting downfield, at least not effectively. Uh, I could see them constantly doing a couple four and outs, just you know, intermittently between maybe getting a couple yards downfield. So what I'm trying to say is that I think the Bucks defense is going to be on the field a lot, and I think that's going to catch up to the Packer or catch up to them. And I think the Packers are going to find a way to score on that Bucks defense, and it'll most likely be through Jones and Dylan. So I got Jones at RB 16, I got Dylan at RB 22 because I still have respect for the Bucks defense. I still think they're really good. Rodgers I have at QB 13. I just don't know who he's going to do it with receiver wise, like Coop said. It's, I mean, Romeo Dubs has been the healthiest, but he's also been the one that's gotten like the least targets in this offense. So it's between him, Watson, Lazard. I don't want to pick that horse. Uh, Brady on the other side, I have at QB 16 right now, but I think I might want to bump him back to QB 20 because for some reason I have a feeling that even Julio Jones ain't going to be playing in this game. 
And then you're going to be left with Beasley, Gage, and whoever the hell else he wants to bring onto the field. Um, but, yeah, so I, I had Fournette at RB9, and I'll stick by that because I think he's going to get the brunt of the workload. Um, yeah, and outside of that, you know, I, I don't like either of the tight ends. Tunyon still hasn't shown enough for me, and Cameron Brait? Cameron who? 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 Yeah. Yeah, so um, interesting matchup. Like I said, it feels like it's starting to build up to a defensive battle with these Hall of Fame quarterbacks, ironically enough. Ms. Torres, thank you for the compliment. You said you guys are awesome, but we are not a Jets show. I just want to make sure that's clear. All right, let's go on to Nick. I thought your fantasy show. (laughs) (laughs) Just playing. Let's go to the epic matchup of the day for Nick. The Atlanta Falcons go to the Seattle Seahawks. Atlanta quarterback wise against fantasy QBs 19th. They are 21st versus running backs, 8th versus receivers, 24th versus a tight end. Seattle, respectively, 24th versus fantasy QBs, 6th versus uh, running backs, 30th versus receivers, and 28th versus a tight end. Nick, who you like and don't like in this epic matchup? Well, yeah, this is going to be an interestingly boring game because, uh, I mean, when you got these two teams, you're looking for this or like what's on TNT. So, uh, so, uh, as far as the Falcons go, I just like London. I like London and Pitts. Pitts is frustrating this year for all the Pitts mm-hmm. owners. I know how it is. Uh, you, you think, you think he's going to break out and every week, two weeks in a row so far, he hasn't got you nothing worth we're talking about. So I'm still going to keep it that way. He's going to get target volume, but how much production he's, he's going to get remains to be seen. London is the main guy in, in that. And then on the Seahawks side, I actually like Geno Smith over Marcus Mariota because uh, Atlanta's de- pass defense is, I think they're like 26th or 27th. I, I just looked it up. So uh, that means look for big dom- bombs to uh, DK Metcalf. He just get paid. So so now he wants to get in the end zone, which I'm still baffled as why he resigned with with the Seattle, knowing who's going to be throwing the ball. So uh, and I, I I like Penny this week. Uh, Atlanta's defense is is soft. It's soft up the middle. It's soft on the sides. It's just soft. So uh, I'd like Penny to have it. A nice get back week. Yeah, um, like you said, interesting, boring. And again, if I wasn't a fantasy player, this game would just be eh. But definitely interested in this one, just like Houston and um, Chicago as well. So it's going to be interesting. I like Cordell Patterson actually in this matchup too as well. All right, let's go on to Detroit at Minnesota. I forgot this in the 1 o'clock, so I'm recovering from that. My bad. Vikings against the – yeah, Vikings against fantasy QBs are 23rd. Running backs 19th, receivers 19th, um, tight end 23rd. The Lions are 30th against fantasy uh, quarterbacks, 31st versus running backs, 27th versus uh, receivers, and 21st versus tight ends. Again, if you got them, start them in this matchup because the fact is the uh, this is a get-right game for Kirk Cousins. It's not on a, 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 a big stage. It's on a 1 o'clock game. He'll be good to go. He'll be flying high. This offense will be flying high. I like Dalvin Cook. You play Justin Jefferson. You play Adam Thielen. You may even see K.J. Osborne. I like Irv Smith Jr. I could play all of them. Like I said, you got them, start them. 
On the other side, you still like Swift. Even with his limited carries, he's still putting up big fantasy points. Number two fantasy running back, very impressive. Jared Goff, again, has been great. Amon St. Brown's been a monster. You don't expect what he did last week. Um, but, you know, again, now, Justin, I expect you to yawn versus that last matchup. You can't yawn versus this one, bro. This is the one matchup you don't want to yawn through because this is going to be a fantasy bonanza. I love it. All right, so <laughs> we're, let's, talk about our, let's talk about our homer picks for this week. Justin, who do you have this week as your homer pick? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Well, we are the fantasy show of the people, so I have to go with the fantasy tight end of the people. That is right. I'm going to go dope all day long and vote for George Kittle, the man. The wild man is back, and when he plays this week, he's going to be reunited with his best friend in the whole wide world, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's going to be throwing him moonshot balls all day long he's gonna have to go out there with his freakishly long arms to reel him back in it's gonna be fun i think that this is a classic george kittle game where he gets targeted like 12 to 15 times reels in 10 passes 180 yards maybe gets a touchdown and finishes tight end one this week uh that is my homework pick of the week you mentioned it, reunited, and it feels so good. And you might actually be surprised to know the uh, Achilles heel in this Broncos offense. They are 30th against fantasy uh, uh, tight end. So good call there. Nick, who's your dope homer pick of the week? My dope homer pick of the week is the tight end out of Philly. I hate his first name, but uh, I love his last name, uh, Mr. Goddard. Uh, he He's playing Washington where that is the capital of inflation. And the reason why I'm talking about that is because uh, even though Washington has not allowed a tight end to score this season, they haven't played anybody. They played Jacksonville the first game, and they played Detroit the second game. This is the, this is the first game this season that they played uh, a real tight end. And uh, last week, uh, Dallas Goddard had – had 70 yards. He he was the feature receiver. Uh, had he was most most targeted and had the most receptions. And I believe they're going to keep that going, especially down down around the end zone. And I and I will predict Dallas Goddard scores twice this week. Ooh, big big boot! If Jalen Hurts gets two throwing TDs, boy, it's going to be a big fantasy day for him. All right, let's um, talk about my don't pick of the week. I mean, I, it'd be silly. I know I've been riding Raheem Mostert. I'm not going to do it this week. It's Tyreek Hill. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, Micah Hyde's hurt. We got two cornerbacks hurt as well, not playing. Micah Hyde's definitely out. I love Tyreek Hill. And listen, even if it does get rainy, 
throw him a little slant and bye-bye. So, listen, love Tyreek Hill as a big play this week. I'm starting to feel like this might be upset. Might actually happen. I'm getting really excited. All right, let's go on to the rest of the games. Rams at the Cardinals. I mean, again, I mentioned earlier, Fantasy Bonanza. Um, Rams against Fantasy QBs are 27th. So, again, I like Kyler Murray. Running back, so they're number three, and you have James Conner as a game-time decision. Not sure if I'd play Darrell Williams or um, Eno Benjamin. I think that'd be a risky play. I'd, I would just stay away from their running backs. Receivers, though, they are 31st against receivers. So, again, Hollywood Brown could be a big, big play this week, and they are uh, second against fantasy tight ends. So, Zach Hurts actually might be a flop this week. Um, against, um, as far as the Cardinals go, not very good defensively. 31st versus fantasy. Uh, Fantasy QBs, 27th versus running backs, 15th versus receivers, and they are dead last against tight ends. So, again, one of those games, I'm going to sit here and give you a bunch of analysis. If you got them, start them, period. I like Allen Robinson to have a good game. We got to play Cooper Cup. He's obviously automatically in your lineup. I already told you Matt Stafford is a stardom for me this week. Um, Tyler Higby is a good, uh, excuse me, yeah, yeah, Tyler Higby is a good matchup this week. I like everyone on the Rams. Cardinals, I like everyone there too, except that running back core. Not really sure about that, but I still like Zach Ertz. I like everything in this matchup, quite frankly. It's going to be one of those fantasy bonanzas. All right, Justin, let's go to your matchup at nighttime. The 49ers at Denver. Um, the core, Against fantasy QBs, uh, 49ers are third. Against running backs, they are seventh. Against receivers, fourth. And numero uno against fantasy tight ends. On Denver's side, they are fifth versus fantasy QBs. Second versus running backs, number one versus receivers. And as I mentioned, 30th versus tight ends. What say you? Who you like in this matchup? Yeah, so it's going to be another uh, It's going to be another defensive game for both teams. Um, I'm looking at, like I said, Russell Wilson's my flop. Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't like him too much more. Uh, I got him at 25. Uh, this week, I like Jeff Wilson Jr. I think he's got a good shot. You know, this, this running back room, Whatever you want to say, this line has gotten a lot better. I thought it was going to be worse because it was more youthful in the interior. They have somehow pulled it together. I mean, PFF has their interior line as one of the best in the game. And I'm just like, I'm over here like, what? Like, this is like a rookie and a second-year player? But, uh, yeah, I like Jeff Wilson Jr.'s RB18 this week. Uh, The only one out of the duo for Denver that I like is Javante Williams. I have him at RB14, and it's mostly because he can pass pass catch too. Um, He's right now the leader in targets for running backs at 16, so I like his options in this game. Um, Cortland Sutton, I got 14. Jerry Judy got 43. That was mostly a precautionary because I thought Judy was going to be injured in this game. If he plays, he obviously goes up a little bit. Uh, I got Samuels running back seven, or I said running back, uh, wide back seven, um, wide receiver seven in this game because he's just back to his old role. Uh, how can you not like a guy who's going to run the ball, pass or catch the ball, and sometimes even pass the ball? He got a touchdown for it every single every single stat. He got a touchdown last year. He got a passing touchdown, a running touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. So he's just the ultimate weapon. Ayuk, um, I have him at wide receiver thirty. He's my sit, but I still think that, you know, you can put him in that wide receiver three, four range. He'll be fine. Kittle's obviously my tight end one. 
And Albert O is my tight end 19 because, like Coop said, that's the one thing that they know how to do really well. Those linebackers are cover linebackers, so they do really well against tight ends, really fast, sideline to sideline, every single one of them. And then their safeties are pretty good at coming down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this will be a, a good game, but I don't expect it to be a fantasy bonanza game. Yeah, for sure. And Alberto ain't done nada since the season started. So, yeah, and definitely going to run in trouble this week. All right, Nick, let's close it out with the Monday night matchup with two teams you love, the Cowboys at the G-Men. The Cowboys, they are ninth against fantasy quarterbacks, eighth versus or eighth or eighteenth versus running backs, my bad. Twenty-second versus receiver, seventh versus a tight end. On the other side, the Giants, they're fourteenth versus fantasy QBs, sixteenth versus running back, number two versus the uh, receivers, and ninth versus tight ends. Nick, who you like and don't like in the Monday nighter? I don't like either team personally. Um I hope they both lose. So um <laughs> I'm with, I'm I'm really gonna focus on one because uh, because the other team I don't like I don't talk about because they haven't won they've they've only won three playoff games in 22 years so I don't talk about teams that are irrelevant okay so uh on the on the Giants side gentlemen do you remember the last quarterback that played for the Giants when the team was three and zero I'm gonna say Jeff Hostetler as a guess no you're wrong it's it's gonna be Eli Manning and it was. 2016 was the last time the Giants were 3 0 in, in September. So, uh, this could be the first time in six seasons that the Giants will be 3 0, uh, in which I honestly think it's going to happen. Um, the only, the only player on the Giants that, that I will play single player is Barkley. That's it. Cause, uh, their quarterback sucks. Uh, so I would just play the defense and I would play Saquon Barkley. Um, that other team, the other team, um, if you need a streamer, you might want to stream Cooper. Oh, what a rush. Okay. So he didn't do too bad last week in his first start. You know, everyone thought that he was going to have the big wide eyes and he's going to come out and, and literally fall on his face, but that didn't happen much, much to the demise of of the Bengals and of course my my survivor pick because I picked the Bengals to beat Dallas. Um and the other uh this is a big game for Zeke Elliott, believe it or not, especially fantasy wise. Because at this point, if you're an Ezekiel Elliott owner, you're ready to jump out a window. Please don't, 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 don't. That was a bad joke. Now uh you're ready to either A try and get a trade, anybody that you can trade for him or just let him die on your bench because uh, you can't play him anymore. He's he's very difficult to play. The the only guy worth playing right now on Dallas, believe it or not, is Noah Brown because that's the connection that Cooper Rush has. Uh, Ceedee Lamb has fell off the fell off the face of the football world. Uh, without Dak Prescott, he's not doing well at all. He doesn't have a touchdown this year. Uh, he and he's only averaging. 71 yards a game. So, so if you can live with CD Lamb, uh, at the value pick where, where you, where you drafted him to get you seven points a game in a standard league, then that's your man. But, uh, right now you're very frustrated with the Dallas offense and, uh, very, very justifiable. 
I'm frustrated with the Dallas offense, but I think Zeke actually gets right this game too. I'm not real sold on this Giants defense, so I like Zeke as a play this week. All right, guys, so we're about to close it out, but before we do, it's time for our ultimate DFS team. See, I was ready this week. I had the tank top underneath, so I didn't look like an idiot trying to put my. He had the tearaway shirt and everything. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say he didn't wear the jacket this time. <laughs> good thing like, I'm, not, good. I'm not gonna get caught up this week. All right, let's. He was talk slowly about unbuttoning it every break we had. Right <laughs> in, I was like, I'm gonna get ready. All you right, need those Velcro shirts. You can just stick. All right, exactly. Let's talk about our ultimate DFS team. Justin, bring up yours, my brother. Talk about what your values are this week. Yeah, okay. So I got a – mine is Kurt Cousins. Uh, I love the value with him right now. You know, a lot of people are down on him. But, you know, it's Detroit. Detroit just allowed Carson Wentz to have a big game. They had Jalen Hurts had a big game against them. I think Kurt Cousins gets right in this game. And like I said, I think he gets right with Adam Thielen in this game. And I think that just opens the offense up a lot more. Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall in this game. Cincinnati has shown nothing on defense. I thought they were going to be a lot better on defense. They've been absolutely trash. And Brees Hall has actually proven to be the pass-catching running back, which I'm like, okay, I thought that was going to be Michael Carter's role. So I like uh, Brees Hall to, you know, continue his little role that he's going on right now. He, um, I believe he's caught back-to-back touchdown games. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. False advertising. Um, Cordero Patterson, uh, this is another guy that I'm like, I just love the matchup. You know, Seattle has been giving up the most receiving yards to running backs, and they're also in the top 10 as far as giving up rushing yards to running backs. And guess what? Cordero Patterson's a wide back, everybody. He's a receiver in a running backs position. Um, so I love that value at 5,800. Justin Jefferson, self-explanatory. Dude's a beast. He's not going to like being embarrassed last week on national television. He's going to go deep this game. He's going to try and get two touchdowns. I am all for it. Give me all the two touchdowns. Make me a millionaire this week. Devontae Adams, another guy. Last week got seven targets, only came down with two catches, 12 yards, and a touchdown. That's right. That was his stat line last week. That's crazy. Um when this Tennessee team just gave up 44 points to Stefan Diggs, you better believe I am starting Devontae Adams against him. Uh, another guy I like is Greg Dortch. Still haven't found out if Rondale Moore is coming back, but until then, Greg Dortch has been the guy. He has been firmly in that slot position, and he's been getting good points. I think he's gotten at least double-digit points his past two games, which is perfect. Love it at the value of 4,300. Uh, Chris Olave. I know I said I wasn't going to take a shot on Chris Olave or Michael Thomas, but I'll take a shot on Chris Olave. Like I said, 300 air yards. Come on, man. All you got to do is connect with two of those and you're having a good game. So here's fingers crossed to Jameis Winston coming away with those. Uh, And then Irv Smith, my tight end. This kind of ties into Kirk Cousins getting it right. Should have had two touchdowns last week. I think he gets on track this week, has a good game, and uh, maybe doesn't catch two, but I think he's going to catch one against Detroit. And then the Texans. 
Now, a lot of people are going to be like, the Texans? But you got to remember, they're playing the lowly Bears. So I think that the Bears are going to get, you know, at this point, it's just going to be an ugly fest. And hopefully, you're hoping for, like, fumbles all over the place and interceptions. But I think at 2,600, you have a good chance with the Texans to hit on something and be able to spend your money elsewhere on, you know, talented wide receiver core or a better running back. So I think the Texans at 2,600 is a good buy. All right, Nick, let's talk about your ultimate DFS team. Okay, so let's let's talk about it. Uh, Derrick Henry is playing the Titans, and the Titans are, like we said before, they are hapless. They are inept. So let's go to Joe Mixon again. They're playing against another hapless, inept team uh, who, who give up 30 points points a game. Uh, I'm playing Joe Mixon. I picked up Miles Sanders. I We had discussed it earlier. Uh, this week, I think he will actually get it. I think the end zone, I think um, Jalen will, you know, the, he'll let him score this week instead of stealing all – all of his uh, touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, I mean, come on. You, you have to go with Stephon Diggs at, at 7,700. Christian Kirk, um, you know, we all laughed, and we all said he wasn't worth the money, but he's he's been earning that paycheck the past two weeks. He's been their number one receiver, and he's he's the, he's the number, number 16th ranked receiver in the NFL right now. So uh, Christian Kirk at 6,200, that, that's a good buy. Jahan Dotson, uh, I love this kid. I watched him for four years out of Penn State. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a great play this this week. He's got a great connection with uh, Carson Wentz at forty six hundred. Damian Harris, uh, I needed a back. I know I needed a back, and he was the best back avail- available. So so I so I picked him up. Um, as far as the um, tight end goes, I picked up Dal- Dallas Goddard because Dallas Goddard is Dallas Goddard. And then uh, I went all the way down to the dirty, dirty south, and I picked up the Miami Dolphins defense mm. at 2200. Mm. I think I think they may have a little something, something for the for the Bills this week. It's not going to be a, walk- a walkover. Um, the Bills are they are the team in the AFC East, but you know what? The Dolphins are right there with them. So, uh, plus that, it, they got some home cooking down, down in the South. So, uh, I think they're going to step up. Xavier Howard is going to have a big game this week. So I got the Miami Dolphins defense. Mick had to know I was next. That got me all pumped up. Like I'm ready to rumble, run through a wall for sure. All right. Again, I like the Kirk Cousins matchup just like you. Um, Justin, I think this is get right game. I mentioned that earlier. Also mentioned earlier as my stardom, Derrick Henry. I'm playing. I'm all in on Derrick Henry this week. I think he's a great value. David Montgomery is a great value as well against this Texans defense. You know, again, this is one of those matchups that is interestingly not boring. I think. I think it's going to be a good back and forth. I went all value picks with my receivers. Look at Curtis Samuel there, fifty one hundred. That's it. If you're playing DFS, he is a great value. Same with Garrett Wilson. Mentioned what he was a big um, target monster for Joe Flacco. And I like Devonta Smith this week as well. Now, interesting enough, this was one of those Nick plays that I had to look for a guy out of, out of this woodwork here. Speaking of woods, why not Bobby Trees this week? I mean, I think he's just been trying to get healthy. Um, maybe he's back. It's the third week. Hopefully he's back and healthy. 
get right game for Kyle Pitts this week. I can't emphasize it enough. You Kyle Pitts owners will be rewarded this week. It's a get right week. It's he's going to get right. I like Kyle Pitts a lot this week. And the Saints, D, you know, I brought this up earlier. I think they're a great play. There's going to be lots of mistakes by Baker. Um, so I like them a lot this week. All right. I mentioned it earlier. Don't forget, we're waking up at 6 a.m. Oh, my God, because I got to get down to Miami and root this damn Dolphin team on to a W. So we'll wake up really, really early with us. We're going to have all your injury news. I got plug of the week. Mikey Betts got your betting information. We'll talk about the weather. We'll see how it affects the Miami game. There's some other games that might affect as well, so we'll talk about that also. Obviously, we'll bring in your mailbags too. Any questions you got, any stardoms or sitoms, let us know. We'll definitely answer those for you as well. We appreciate you guys, and we'll be waking up with you on Sunday. We are out. We're on a mission. suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.